Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth-building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought-provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Sheff. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast. It's that time again. We are here to learn to earn. I am Tyler Chef. I am your host. And today we're going to continue on a little bit about what we started talking about last week. And I know that a lot of you came away from last week's episode. A lot of you reached out to us. We love that. I love it when you reach out to us. Drop me an email. Say hello. Tell me what's on your mind. Let me help you. My schedule got filled up. That's outstanding. That means I can give more back to the community and help more people learn to earn. So this week, we're going to talk about now, what do I do the next steps? So I finally got you off the couch. I got you thinking about stuff, got those creative juices kind of flowing and all that. And maybe, just maybe, I motivated you to buy your first rental property. And here it comes. Wait for it. Here it comes. Now comes the reasons that you're going to probably call me in the next few weeks and tell me why you can't buy one. Or next year... I'm going to talk to you and you've been listening to my show by that point, two years, and you still don't have cash flowing rental property. And I'm going to be a little sad. So I thought I would do this episode for the few of you out there that may decide that taking action is not something that you are quite prepared to do yet. I hope that at the end of this episode, I can eliminate the majority of your excuses. And if I fail in doing so, I ask you to reach out to me, drop me an email, Info, I-N-F-O, at cashflowguys.com. Get on my website, register for my mailing list. Go to my calendar, cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. Get on the phone with me. Let's have a conversation. Give me your excuses and give me the opportunity to overcome them. I want you to succeed, and that's why we're here this week. So starting right at the top, my number one most favorite excuse I hear is I don't have any money. You don't need money to invest in real estate. You don't need your money to invest in real estate, I should say. Of course, it takes some money to invest in real estate, but it doesn't necessarily need to be yours. And just because you don't have money now doesn't mean you're not going to have be able to get money later. I did an episode a few months ago talking about how to earn $5,000 in 90 days. Go to my website, cashflowguys.com. Go over to the podcast page. Look at the list of podcasts, scroll down until you see that episode. If you need some hints and suggestions on how to earn that money you need to get started, there is an episode dedicated to that very topic. So, problem solved. Here's a few more. Sell junk you don't need. Sell other stuff that they don't need. Get a part-time job. Find someone who has an IRA sitting idle. I bet you that you probably have at least one person in your family or in your sphere of influence that has an IRA with a small amount of money in it doing absolutely nothing. Stop overspending. Quit smoking. Quit drinking. Here's the thing. No money is a lame excuse. It's absolutely 
a lame excuse. Recently in my mentoring club, it took the members of that club a matter of minutes to list a hundred ways to earn $97 to join our mentoring group and be held accountable while they learn to earn. Whopping $97. $97 is all it takes to join our mentoring group. And there, believe it or not, there are some people out there that actually claim they can't come up with $97. So what we did is we sat down with the members and timed how long it would take to come up with 100 ways to generate $97 inside of a month. And believe it or not, it took just a few minutes for the members in that group. So that tells me that we're adding value to that group because they have learned that many different ideas, that many ways they can raise that capital to invest in themselves, to get going. You know, some people are in there, they're experienced investors. They're just there to get a swift kick in the you-know-what from the mentors to get moving in the right direction. Other people have never invested in real estate in their life and they're terrified. Other people have never invested in real estate in their life and they're not terrified. That kind of scares me a little bit. My point is we put this mentoring group together to empower people as a group to take action and get themselves out of the rat race. If you already have other property, unlock some of the equity from it. We will talk more about that later in the show. Unlock some of the equity in your other properties. When I say that, I want to add the word responsibly. I am not an advocate of over-leveraging. But in my opinion, and this is strictly my opinion, I believe that equity is overrated. Focus on income versus expenses. Now again, I said right at the top of this thing, I said, sell junk you don't need. I've got people in my family, not Jill, but people in my family that have more invested in shoes than they do in anything else. They could probably sell their shoe collection and buy a rental property. That's ridiculous. And the people I'm thinking of, ironically, don't have any assets. All they seem to have is liabilities. Folks, if you're interested in joining that mentoring group, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash mentor. That's mentor, M-E-N-T-O-R. It'll be in the show notes. Second most popular excuse I hear, no credit, bad credit. Here's the thing. You, you contact a reputable credit repair company. You do exactly what they tell you to do when they tell you to do it. Yes, it's going to take some work. Some of that work is going to be repetitive. It's going to be boring. It might be a little embarrassing. It's okay. You're not going to die. No one's going to drag you off. They're not going to put your face on a billboard or a milk carton. You'll be okay. But in the end, it's going to be worth it. I truly believe that anybody can clean up their credit if time and discipline are applied to the problem. Time and discipline. That's really what it takes. Time and discipline. People tell me a lot that they have no time to learn. There's 168 hours in a week. Out of that 168 hours, 56 of those for sleeping, 40 of those work in a job. That's if you're punching that clock. Many of you are not punching the clock. 35 hours for eating, showering, driving, whatever the heck you want to do. Speaking of that, if you're eating and driving, you can have a podcast in your ear, an audio book, especially if you're eating by yourself. If you're with your spouse, don't get caught doing that. You'll get in trouble like I do sometimes. 37 hours are left over to pursue your dreams. That's 37 hours a week for you to solve your situation, solve the problem. Let's do the quick math. 
37 hours a week. There's 52 weeks in a year. That's 1,924 hours. That's almost 2,000 hours. Folks, 2,000 hours, think about that. You can get a real estate license in 63 hours. You can get a cosmetology license in probably 300. That's always cracks me up. It's more difficult to get a cosmetology license than it is to get a real estate license in the state of Florida. Isn't that funny? And I can introduce you to some of those agents. Yeah, it happens. It's unfortunate, but it is. I digress. You can get through the time thing. You can open an Audible account, audible.com. It's owned by Amazon. That's where all the audiobooks live. Those of you that are on my email list probably recall getting an email from me with a link, and I believe it was two months free or a couple of free audiobooks I sent you guys via email. Speaking of which, if you are not on my email list and you would like some cool free stuff every once in a while and you would like the opportunity to learn to earn in a few short sentences when things come to mind and I find some things that would add value to your life, I shoot you a quick email. If you want to be part of that, go to cashflowguys.com or you can go to cashflowguys.com forward slash register. It will take you directly to an opt-in page. Email, first name, last name. Be more than happy to put you on our mailing list. No, we don't spam you. I don't send you garbage. I write the emails myself. No, I don't have a fancy copywriter. I wish. But I write the emails myself. Those emails come directly from me. If you can't concentrate when you're reading, folks, and, and I know people that have this problem, all you got to do is get that Audible account I was just telling you about. If you can't stand audiobooks, listen to podcasts. You're doing it now. I'm not the only podcaster in the space. All kinds of real estate podcasts out there. Motivation. Grant Cardone's got a great podcast. The Real Estate Guys. All kinds of great shows. Heck, The Real Deal podcast. Larry Harbolt. You want a good podcast? You really want to learn? There you go. All kinds of good stuff can be learned there. If you absolutely can't afford books, because yes, I actually have people call me on the phone, you know, from their iPhone, their iPhone 7, that they paid cash for, that they can't afford books. Here's the solution for you folks that can't afford books. They're free at the library. Remember the library, those, the, those buildings people go in and out of? We used to go when we were kids. The library also has audiobooks, and they're free too. So that excuse shouldn't exist anymore. Here's a, my, one of my all-time favorites. of I just love this one. And, and what I love more about this one is that very few people have been able to overcome this one. And by people, I mean real estate agents. Because real estate agents aren't taught to sell. I'm not quite sure what they're taught to do. I can say that I am one. Prices are too high. This is a myth. Folks, cash flow buyers should not care as much about price as they do about terms. Facts. I'm not telling you that you need to go out and overpay. Obviously, you need to be responsible in how you pay for something, the terms that you pay for it. My point is... I could really care less what the asking price is, what the purchase price is. All I care about is what is the income it generates and what are the expenses, all of the expenses, including the mortgage payment, the property management, all that good stuff. What does that boil down to? And if I have to adjust anywhere, you can bet your bippy I'm not going to adjust on the expenses because I'm unable to adjust the expenses. The only thing I can adjust when I go to acquire a property is the purchase price and the terms. That's it. That is the only thing that I can adjust. I have convinced myself of that. Those very two factors in the software that I use to underwrite opportunities, those two things happen to be at the top. 
the purchase price and the terms. I can give you $100,000 for a house if I can only have to pay you $200 a month. Those of you that listen to Larry Harbolt's show, The Real Deal Podcast, you've heard him say that. This is how we do deals in real life. That said, I really don't care what we have to pay for a house as far as a purchase price. What I care is what we have to pay monthly. So I don't get all hung up on the details. I don't hang out at the locker room trying to impress my buddies on how I got a great deal and stole somebody's house. What I do care about, again, is what is my cost to control the property. Paying cash for a property is only to be used as a last resort, folks. you got to understand that. It's not a badge of honor. You're not a big deal just because you're paying cash for a house. Why would you pay cash for a rental property if you don't have to? Because you get to own it free and clear because you don't have to make those pesky mortgage payments? Well, you still got all the other payments to make. What's one more? And these days, they'll even auto-debit it for you. You don't even have to write the checks anymore. So that's really not a valid excuse. You get $100,000 and you go out and spend $100,000 cash on a house. That's just ridiculous. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't even understand that logic. Because you could take that same $100,000 and go out and buy 10 houses. Using that $100,000 as a series of $10,000 down payments. That's called being responsible. If you're out paying cash for a property, that, that to me sounds a little bit irresponsible, especially if you're a buy and hold investor. I get it, I guess, if you're going to flip a house and you know, you're going to give most of your money to the IRS anyway, so you might as well have it in big piles, so that way the IRS doesn't get pestered with all kinds of small bills. But if you're a buy and hold investor, be smart about it. Don't pay cash for that property. Leverage that property and go out and buy 10 more rentals. If you're focused on problems instead of properties, you're going to be far more successful. Learn to find problems. If you focus on problems and not properties, you will find much better opportunities in which you could negotiate a great deal. People with problems are motivated to sell for a reduced price or on terms. And when you do write an offer, write an offer that solves their problem. Don't wait for market conditions to correct and then later plan to use leverage with bank loans when the market tanks. I'm here to tell you, when the market tanks, the banks are going to tighten their purse strings. We've been through this before. This has been done before. When the housing market crashed, people go to Home Depot and lo, lo, lo and behold, you used to have a $50,000 credit limit at Home Depot and now you got five hundred, dollars And you still got an 800 credit score. Answer that one. The mortgage market's no different. Timing the market always leads to disappointment because here's the thing, folks. Real estate market cycles adjust slowly. So usually people wind up waiting too long. Unlike the stock market, it can adjust in a New York minute. That's where that came from, a New York minute. At least that's what I've been told. Maybe that's urban legend. Who knows? My point is, if you want quick results, go play the stock market because, baby, you can lose money just as quick as you can make it. Keep that in mind. Common one I hear. This is a great one, too. I'm afraid of too much debt. Or, I don't believe in using debt. Going back to paying cash. Remember, we just got done talking about paying cash. My first question is, as compared to what? Do you honestly think that you can multiply the cash that you have right this second on hand in your purse, in your mattress, in your closet, under the back porch, whatever? If you take the amount of cash that you can physically put your hands on right now in your bank accounts, whatever, do you really think that without using leverage, you can multiply that to an amount large enough to retire? Do I have to go back to the retirement calculators from like episode 10 and 11? 
where I gave you the millions of dollars it takes the average American to effectively retire and live at the current state they're in now. How exactly are you going to grow the actual cash that you have right now to an amount large enough to retire with a better quality of life? How about your child's college tuition? Will your fear, and this is a question you have to ask yourself, will your fear of good debt result in your child going to a community college instead of having the best education possible? Denise Fleming, are you listening to me? What if you lost that high-paying job tomorrow, Denise? How will you provide for your family? Oh, and I know your husband does okay too, but what if he got hurt? What if he got sick? What else do you have coming in? If you use leverage, it takes good debt, a.k.a. leverage, to grow financially. If you use leverage responsibly, what you do have will grow exponentially. If you fail to do that, you will have financial failures. Are you prepared to take on financial failures? Ask yourself that question. Why it takes good debt to grow leverage financially? That's because your returns are based on much larger amounts than what you have personally invested. For example, if you invest $100,000 in the stock market, your returns are based on $100,000. But you actually have to put $100,000 up to get those returns. If you want to receive returns on $100,000 in the housing market, you put $10,000 down, maybe $20,000 into the deal, and your returns come off of that $100,000. You have to ask yourself, why are you so afraid of debt? Ask yourself, are you allowing the irresponsible acts of yesterday to control your tomorrow? Ask yourself that question. Are you allowing the irresponsible acts of yesterday to control tomorrow, even if they're not your irresponsible acts? Maybe the family you were raised in had a problem with irresponsible use of debt, irresponsible use of credit. Are you letting that impact your future as far as building wealth? This is where financial intelligence comes in. Are you going to blame the past, your family, the market, the weather, on your lack of wealth? Now, I advocate good debt, but I do not advocate bad debt. That means whatever is leveraged must be able to support the amount of debt assigned to it with a healthy profit built in. You can be conservative and apply leverage to your advantage. It is possible. How do I know this? I do it every single day. I use debt to my advantage. Fear. We did a whole episode on fear. I'm going to ask you. I'll keep this one brief. We've beat it to death, but I'm going to take one more throat punch at it. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of looking stupid? I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. You cannot learn and look good at the same time. It's just not possible. I need you to get over that. Anyway, who are you going to impress when you're flipping burgers at 70 years old? Because understand this, if you're not taking the massive action you need to secure your financial future starting today, you are going to be flipping burgers at 70 years old. Fortunately, I won't have to watch you do it because I don't eat at McDonald's anymore. But you're going to be serving somebody burgers at 70. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Fear is a liar. Do not believe in it. I understand fear of success to be a real thing. 
I've experienced it myself. Many people suffer from it, but you should not. Don't make that mistake. Don't be that prisoner. Many of you talk about you don't want to deal with tenants and toilets. I hear that all the time, and I'm here to tell you, I don't want to deal with tenants and toilets either. Ever. Ever, 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 ever do I want to deal with tenants and toilets. Makes no sense for me. I don't even like getting dirty. Here's the good news. They make property managers for that. Also, here's a simple solution. Don't rent to scumbags. Unless, of course, you're a slumlord. And if you're a slumlord, then scumbags are really all you deserve to have living in your properties in the first place. Yeah, I said that. Yep, that just happened. You can rewind and listen to it again. That's the beauty of podcasting. If you provide a quality product, this is fact, folks. If you provide a quality product and a quality experience, you will receive the same in return. If you are smart about who you rent to, don't be desperate to rent your property to just anybody. Don't fall for that trap. I've been down that road before. Not a place you want to go. Sometimes you got to understand that making money, building wealth is going to hurt a little bit. Not all the time, though, but sometimes. Sometimes you're going to make some bad decisions. It happens. Maybe we'll call them poor decisions. Lord knows I've made plenty of those. I could write a book. Maybe I should. Matter of fact, should I write a book, folks? Ladies and gentlemen, if you think I should write a book on those things, drop me an email. Tell me so. If enough of you respond, maybe I will. Folks, if this were easy, then everybody would be rich. But the fact remains, it's not easy. Ask yourself this, is dealing with property management or tenants better or worse than retiring poor? Only you can decide that. I, I can't answer that question for you. Know this, if you think your government or Wall Street is going to help you retire, you better think again. Wall Street's about their fees. I frankly have no earthly idea what the government's about, and I, I used to work for them, both as a soldier and a federal employee. I still have no idea what the government's about. Lastly, I want to talk about lack of experience. Most of the things I just got done talking about come down to lack of experience. And I hate to say it, but I'm not going to accept this as a valid excuse either. I'm just not. Those of you who've been listening to my show for a while know that I am who I say I am. I have been afraid. I have made mistakes. I have done dumb things. It happens. But here's the thing. I didn't die. I don't have any scars. I'm fine. And I built a very robust portfolio. And now I help other people build their portfolios. Both as a, a real estate agent and as a syndicator and as a coach. No matter what, folks, I built this brand. I built my team to help people like you that are having difficulty getting started, staying motivated, whatever the issue is, we can help, but we have to, you have to reach out for us to be able to help you. Now you can get experience starting as soon as tomorrow. You can build a team without spending one penny because that's simply just an investment of time. Oh, look, I made a rhyme. Educate yourself. Find a mentor. Hire a coach. 
Get an accountability partner. Heck, join a mastermind. Go to an investor's meeting. Lack of experience, ladies and gentlemen, is nothing more than a lame excuse. The only thing stopping you from learning is your lack of action. So simply take action. That said, my next group coaching is specifically designed to overcome the I don't have any experience excuse. We're also going to tackle the I'm afraid excuse. I was afraid once. I know what it's like to be afraid. And I'm going to help you through that personally. By the way, at my group coaching sessions, you get me. I don't sublet that to some hourly flunky. You get me. You get the same guy you're here and talking to you right now. In a group setting where we have an experience to help you get through these things. You're going to learn how to negotiate. You're going to learn how to take massive action. You're going to learn how to be accountable. You're going to learn the basics of getting started. And my goal for you is when you come out of my program, you're ready to hit that ground running. And if you trip and fall, understand that I'm going to be there to pick you back up. My students come out of my program ready to take massive action. During my coaching sessions, my students learn negotiation skills by practicing. They adapt a mindset that puts them on the fast track to success, folks. 99% of this is mindset. If you believe in it, if you believe in the business, if you believe that you can escape the rat race, it will happen. It is factual. I know this because I've done it myself. And I have helped countless people do the same thing. Those of you that reached out to me on my Ask Tyler Friday calls, those people will tell you right there. The people that have emailed me and I've responded back with a video response to get them going. This is why I'm here, is to help you get started, to keep you safe and make you profitable. To apply to my next group coaching session, visit cashflowguys.com forward slash coach. Once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to spend with me this week. And if you have any questions, you want to reach out to me, by all means, drop us an email, stop by the website. We'd be happy to help you. Have a great week, and I wish you a prosperous new year. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.